This is your announcer, Shannon Saint Mainframe, welcoming you to our IP Livecast. Wow, 700 episodes. That's an amazing achievement. The only thing I've ever done 700 times is not reply to Chuck Blandington's you up texts. It's not happening, bro. Our IP Livecast starts now. Not happening for you, bro. Sorry. Shannon is not interested in Chuck Blandington, but we are interested in you! I thought that's that shameful to me. I thought they had a good working relationship. I thought one, you know, the, the mentor and the teacher, I didn't know. I, I And I don't I don't fully buy that Chuck Blandington is doing all that stuff. I think she's, she might Do be- Do you want to see the receipts? I want to see receipts, maybe we Maybe we need to turn over our uh, Slack servers to Barry Weiss so she can investigate on what the conversations between Chuck Blandington and Shannon St. Mainframe for the live cast files. I will go one further and I will say <laughs> whether this happened or not, this is a very CM Punk-like of Shannon to air this in a public forum on an entertainment program while... Other on a very important not. episode of RIP Livecast. Why? Because we've done this 700 times. Have you done anything else 700 times? Probably uh, go to the bathroom. Yes. Well, sleep things. What? Whack off. <laughs> Eat sandwiches, 700 mozzarella sticks. I love how your first thing, sexual thing, was whack off and not have sex. I'm sure you had sex 700 times. In your I don't life. know. That's 700 is a lot. I don't know. How, what was you, when did you lose your virginity? How old were you? Let's 19 or 20. And you're 42? Yeah, but it's not like I was steady fucking that whole time. I'm just trying to find a, 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 a mean here. So 22... <laughs> Uh, 22, so uh, 19. I'm 43. I think I'm 43, right? Yeah. 24 <laughs> years. You said 19 you lost your virginity? 19 or 20, right okay, on the cusp somewhere around there. Just to give you a full, the full slate. 19 to 43 is 24 years. And uh, 700 divided by 24. So, so let's say 700 divided by 25. That would be like, uh, let's see, 25. 4, 25 is 100 times 7 is 28. So 28 so times per year? times a year. And you're a married man? Do you have yeah. sex 28 times a year now? Give or take. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's it's close. It's close. I'm definitely more confident would... in what I said than that. Because <laughs> I started that way earlier, oh, and I got fall- a lot more practice in. We might, we all three of us, each individually, might be a close to seven thousand. I would say <laughs> <laughs> that would be two hundred and eighty times a year if we started when we were nineteen, which we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> we're having some fun with math here on RIP a live cast, and we have uh, plenty of uh, special guests. Uh, some familiar faces uh, from live cast past and present. We have a to few pop into the show. A, we have a few big stars making a cameo today. Indeed, indeed. And uh, if if you've been with us since the beginning, or even if you've been with us for just an episode, thank you for giving us your ear vaginas to fillet. <laughs> wow. Uh. I'm straight, and that turned me off. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. As someone who loves vaginas, never say that again, please. (laughs) (laughs) I could have been more vulgar, but I decided not to. 
Dusty Rhodes I've grown Muffler. as a person. <laughs> Sorry. Dusty Rhodes Muffler says he's been listening since 2011. Thank you, Dusty. Yeah. Livecast super fan. What were you doing those other two years? Listening Is that to when we started? Whacking off. Listening to, well, 2008, but like in the middle like, of December. So yeah. technically mm. 2008. It's going to be also in addition to our 700th anniversary, the start of our 15th season coming Jeez. up. Wow. We are very impressive. <laughs> Listening to the Lamb Goat podcast is what he was doing the rest of the time. <laughs> did that would start like before the... us, Rob? Uh, no, it, it did not, have. actually. We have to be one of the first, like, 200th podcasts ever, I would say. Yeah, we were early to the podcast parade. It was us and Ricky Gervais. I think that was it. <laughs> really? And we've wow. attained equal levels of success since then. <laughs> and disdain. Yes. <laughs> well, he probably beats us in both success and disdain. <laughs> more money, more problems. Mark Maron. We might have started before Mark Maron. Yeah. When did his podcast so. start? I believe we did. I remember thinking, wow, Mark Maron has a podcast, and I didn't get to it until it blew up already. So, like, I was like, two things happened. Well, Mark Maron has a podcast, and holy shit, this gets like 8 million views per week. His show was launched in September of 2009. Oh, so, so he copied win. us. Yeah, we win. Yeah, clearly, this is the, they stole our idea. Adam Carolla, T-Tam, come on. No. Now we definitely no, no, no. Uh, started before Adam Carolla. Adam he Carolla. Doing the man show. He just had the man show. He, he just, man show was already like 10 years <laughs> off the air by the time yeah. we started this. He just had uh, Serge Tankian on his show. Which, by the way, what a mismatch. But that's good on search to just talk to different people, I think. You know, he doesn't care what your politics are, but sure. And I'm sure people who listen to Adam Carolla are probably, there's a good amount of crossover with SOAD. But the funny, the funny thing about that interview, watch, I, I pretty much, well, I watched a bunch of clips which amounted to like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But they, it's so clear that he never heard a single System of a Down song. Ever before, like they prepped him with like probably like read the Wikipedia uh, article about Serge Tankian. You know. That's it. Yeah, he doesn't strike me as a fan of that kind of music. He seems more like either Merle Haggard or like Van Halen. Right, and that's it. But he is pretending to love. Yeah, him. that's the funny part. Uh, like he didn't. He didn't put like Howard Stern when he interviews somebody. He doesn't really care about. I think he will. He leans into that. He's like, well, I, I don't I acknowledge how big of a star you are, but like I never, you know what I mean? But mm-hmm. this guy, he acted like a fucking Soad super fan. It was hilarious. For shame. But what what did they talk about? Like what was it just, oh, hey, how does it to be a big rock star? Yes. Is it fun? Yes. And really also then? like <laughs> when you're, when not is it fun, but like how did, how did they, you know, you, man, you are your album really blew up and you know like toxicity really <laughs> blew up and, how yeah. goes that? and he was like he just you know he answered it very graciously he's like but yeah man one day you wake up man and you're like uh you're like a big rock star how was that like you know that kind of shit awesome um i want did he did was any of his stuff about how they got censored after 9-11 or, or, or well he talked about the understanding oil thing you know remember he wrote that essay about uh oh that was part of the answer to that question i just mm-hmm. said when he said like 
uh, you know, what was it like to be in Bang Fire? And I, he's like, well, you know, we were, didn't get to really enjoy it because 9-11 was happening. Just our album came out like the week before 9-11 or something. And we everything was like, oh, fuck, we have to travel now. And everything's like crazy. We were afraid of getting bombed on a stage or something. And then he wrote that essay and he got a lot of scorn about that essay because he basically said like U.S., uh, geopolitics helped cause 9-11 and mm -hmm. wrote it like a day after 9-11 or something. It was published on the System of a Down website. People Almost as off. if he had it a draft written before 9-11. Oh, is that you're accusing Soad? <laughs> it's an inside job, you're saying? <laughs> he knew uh, Osama bin Laden? Who's the original bassist. Dare you. <laughs> Sully the name of Soad. Yeah, don't you dare. Well, there's certain people in SOAD who have sullied the name of SOAD. Serge isn't one of them, but... Right. Well, a couple of them would probably side with uh, anyone... Probably side against uh, him writing that essay in the first place. I would say, yeah. With their right-wing politics. Oh, well, I don't know. I think on that, they're probably on the same page. I think they've just diverted since then. Mm -hmm. so. Okay. Fair enough. We have Serge on the line now, right? He could tell us more. <laughs> Is that one of the surprise no, guests? He has, no? he has yet to wake up. <laughs> oh, he's on the West Coast. We're, we're on early on the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, but we did actually have John Dolmay on, on, on the live cast. That is a live cast alumni. Nice Do we guy. have two of them? And, oh, yeah, that's right. We, we also had Darren, Darren Malakian. We and we were explicitly asked not to discuss System of a Town with him. <laughs> We were being nice about it. We had, Darren! I mean, well, it's not that we weren't asked not to discuss this because we did discuss some stuff. Uh, I think we were asked not to discuss the current situation, the issues that he and Serge had about whatever right. their contract dispute is. Yeah, money stuff. Yeah, uh, I didn't really care did, about that. Anyway. We did ask him about sunflower seeds, which was the important stuff. <laughs> That's and, uh, right. And he had a very in-depth answer, as I remember. Yeah, it was, it was, honestly, <laughs> it was so exciting to talk to him about sunflowers. It's like you know, it, it was truly one of the one of the benefits of of the gig of like you always have these questions, these random questions you have for artists, and here, here you have an opportunity to ask them the dumbest, most random thing. But then you know what I like but something that you've been questions. wondering about for twenty years, which I have. Yeah. <laughs> Better to ask that than hey, when when are you guys coming back to Missouri? Yeah, I when saw I you guys in Missouri once. I was in the eightieth row. You remember me? I was the one yeah. cheering with the Chris Farley show. <laughs> hey, you remember that time when you were in Missouri? It <laughs> was, was awesome. <laughs> I whenever I see an interview on another show, I like, and they ask something. You know, not related to their usual slate of questions. I love it. I mean, those are the best parts of interviews for me. Yeah. So when you get to and, really see them as just regular people. Yeah, absolutely. And and we've had so much fun with that here on the live cast. And I was I was reminiscing this morning while taking my steaming hot shower. Oh, I thought you were going the dump route there. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Steaming hot also. <laughs> in the shower no, no. Rob, <laughs> there's no way Rob shower drinks it down. support that <laughs> oh geez Louise no we had a lot of great I think one of my all times though was having Send Dog in the studio him and Billy Biohazard in the studio at the same time and smoking him up 
uh, a moment I shall never forget. That was really great. Wonderful. We had a lot of great in-studio guests. We had Amada Marth, the late, great Trevor Strenad of A Black Dahlia Murder. Several Odorous. times. I was, yeah. Odorous, oh my goodness. I want to say Amon Amarth was like the, of all the interviews we've done, uh, I would say that was the number one uh, against type interview, that what I thought they were going to be and how they acted like in studio. They were just like really like sort of like, I don't know, jesty, like kind of chill. Yeah. Chill and very like funny and like wisecracking. I would yeah, say. not as intense and, and brooding right. as you would expect. Nothing like the music. Yeah, Travis from Cattle Decapitation, another one, mm -hmm. who was a very fun dude. That's right. We had a, a great time with him. He brought a sketchy friend to. <laughs> That's uh, right. To who had sketchy <laughs> drugs? Some... They weren't sketchy. They were actually quite good. And it was just weed. Oh, I just remember being like more intense than regular weed somehow. It yeah, like... it was concentrate. Okay. <laughs> and uh, we it's like orange juice out of weed now. What does it concentrate? They freeze it. It's like kind of like a hash, essentially, like the evolution of what hash used to be, but it's like a modern version of it. Oh, I'm sorry I asked that. I still don't understand anything you just said. <laughs> it's like okay. It's like uh, okay. If if flour, what is known as it, flour, that's the high term for just you know traditional wow. trees or grass or weed or ganja flour. It okay. consider that to be like beer, weed concentrate would be like the hard liquor because it's a more concentrated. It just they literally you can't press... use the word in its own definition. Sorry, sorry. They press the weed to extract the THC, and so there is a more THC within a smaller, you know, unit of distribution, and then you you light that up. So you you're essentially smoking. More weed with less smoke and carcinogens and all that, but it can get intense. I, I personally, for me, it's a bit much. I haven't gotten that far. Flower is enough. This feels like when I'm bored at like 4.30 in the morning and I look up like advanced mathematical comp computations <laughs> on Wikipedia, like the walkthrough of it. And <laughs> you I asked. Like, you I asked. know. I know. I take full responsibility for this. I, this is my fault. I feel like uh, when I'm watched uh, Ron Howard's A Beautiful Mind and uh, like you see him doing the equations and you you are uh, Russell Crowe right now and I'm the audience. We're just writing on a weed board. Like, <laughs> numbers. Uh, Dusty Rhodes shares one of his favorite interview moments and, and please chime in in the chat if you're listening live or tweet us RIP Alive guest. His favorite moment was Phil and Selmo and Shlomo interacting. That is definitely one of those moments where you like it almost doesn't feel like it really happened, but it yes. very much did. There was a moment where our popularity and Phil's lack of popularity and, oh. and availability crossed right. over, they and we just were able, touched. We, we were able to get him on the show to promote one of his side projects. And doesn't that it doesn't that also cross over with the kiss of death because the other guy on that interview is dead now? Oh, right? that's true. Uh, uh, Bruce Corbett. Corbett. Bruce Corbett. Thank you. Bubba. Corbett the Bubba. <laughs> um, R.I.P. Corbett. Uh, where else can you say that we, someone, anyone on the planet got Phil Anselmo to, to, to talk to a Brooklyn uh, Hasidic Jew uh, who was hearing impaired? Well, he, did, he thought we were doing a bit. Yeah, that Phil Anselmo refused thing. to believe that that was a real person. Yeah. 
Definitely and I refuse to America. believe Phil Anselmo is a real person. So, shame, <laughs> motherfucker. And, and Let, I do let's say, be I re- real. Who do you know that more people like, Shlomo or Phil Anselmo? <laughs> Shlomo, for sure. Of course. Shlomo, by the way, an inductee into the uh, RIP Livecast <laughs> Hall of Fame. You could can, you can have all of our Hall of Fame essentials on our Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash RIP Livecast. I believe we play some of that interview yes, in the Hall of, of Fame episode, right? Of course. Of course. Of course. <laughs> There's also when uh, Pizza Destroyer talked to, uh, was Greg it Gunface Weeks? or Greg Weeks? Okay. That's right. He called us and was like, why don't you ask Greg Weeks when he's going to come, he's going to play a show or something. And I'm like, why don't you ask him yourself? And I <laughs> did a three-way call and he got so scared. Pizza Destroyer yeah. was a early uh, uh, live cast fan that uh, would call in. I hope he's still well. Time. He used to, he was trying to get a, uh, to jump on the Stephen Wright train of doing very deadpan stand-up humor and did some of it on our show. Oh, my great. God. <laughs> so bad, it was good. And um, that was definitely a highlight. Of course, anytime we had Odorous from Guar uh, on, that was an incredible, hilarious time. And, uh, definitely, definitely miss Odorous. There was a time he just Skyped in like we didn't even ask, and he was just all of a sudden during the show, Odorous was calling. Remember that? <laughs> yes. All right. We'll talk to you. <laughs> the best. Yes, we'll talk to the singer of one of the hugest bands in the world. Sure, why not? <laughs> Amazing. I th- I, f- I just sometimes I find it crazy that something we just started uh, to fuck around resulted in us talking to the singer of Guar. <laughs> You know, what you I mean? had like, ar- to be fair. You had already talked to him previously. Well, Rob, yeah. you know, I mean, Rob, but but still, it's just I had it in. But the fact that he would just come and walk in the door with his penis flapping out, and like, <laughs> and that this was, and so this is somebody that a beloved documentary has been made about yeah. after his passing. You know, yeah. wow, this guy, and he was so down to earth. What like a nice guy. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I've clearly had personality issues with the people around him, but like, there's such a big heart there. I don't have any problems with them. Not you. But yeah, but uh, also we had Lim Biscuit on. I thought, I mean, that's kind of wild. Yeah. We had. Finally got to confront him about why he didn't hire me to uh, run his website when I was 15. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Rob uh, Van Dam did it. What's wrong? Yeah, 96. Rude. His loss. His loss. What, I forgot what he said. Now, so he, it worked out for him. Oh, too. Like he, well, he got to direct John Travolta. That's a big honor. Yeah. Dusty Rose Muffler says somebody who won't have a loving documentary on him is Seth Putnam. There that was... should be a documentary about him, though. Is there not? There's one about Gigi Allen. There's yeah, like there's multiple. <laughs> and there's going to be a there's, like there's going to be a movie, movie, a biopic. He's just Gigi Allen with a different genre of music. Yeah. So come on, somebody work up that documentary about Seth Putnam if there is think... one. What makes it less uh, palatable or marketable as a documentary is the fact that he has such a boring ass name. Like so he just sounds like he's working at a, at like a, at, uh, like um, a pretzel shop in a mall. Seth Putnam versus and Gigi even like Allen. speaking to him, he was pretty like, yeah. like monotone well, and not not a very dynamic presence. And like who I guess like. Probably most of the people with the most interesting stories about him are also dead. So I don't know, like, who's who's the panel of interview subjects? 
Us. For that time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just play our interview. That's We're the last living people that talked to him. I'm sure his yeah. mom is still alive. Oh, yeah. Well, are you yeah. sure? Why are well, you sure, sure his mom is still alive? But also, it would be... He, he had a, a very problematic... Right. Yeah. Uh, she might have been doing know. crack with him. Who knows? Yeah. All of that is still, I mean, it, it, we don't need to necessarily celebrate it, but it should be documented. It's all very interesting. Can I ask you? G.G. Allen was fucking problematic as fuck, too. Dusty said that guy from Anal Cunt who died on the escalator. What's that story? I don't know this. Oh, there was a, one of the, like, the guitarist or whatever died in a mall or something. He like died that, f- or... because of the use of an escalator, or he had some uh, episodes a while on, on an escalator? Yeah, let me let me look up the story. That'd be uh, great if it was an escalator accident. That'd be fascinating to put in the story in the movie. We gotta, let's, uh, yeah. let's green light this. We should seriously make the initiative. Rob, do you know any documentarians that you can text? Uh, not at the moment. Uh, I don't mean like right now, but just later today. Okay. Who's it, that guy, the, the Canadian dude who did like the Iron Maiden documentary and the Headbangers journey and all that stuff? Yes. Dude, Sam Dunn. There you go. Fucking do a anal cunt movie. Come on. I'll hit him up. I'll hit him up. So I found it. Uh, Guitarist Josh Martin passed away after falling from an escalator. According to a police report, the 45-year-old was reportedly, quote, clowning around and riding (laughs) the rail of the escalator before he fell backwards off an escalator at the Providence Place shopping mall in Providence, Rhode Island. So it was an escalator accident. Yeah, the guitarist fell one whole floor and suffered a fatal injury after hitting his head on a table in the food court. Yikes! He was taken to the Rhode Island Hospital, but was pronounced dead soon after. How old was he? 45. 45? 45. (laughs) Wow! Dusty said, R.I.P. a cunt. (laughs) A title? (laughs) No, we can't do that. Um, But... Uh, I, I want to transition to someone who is not a that, but c- c- quite a lovely lady. <laughs> Talking about Noah. Hey, hey Noah! Oh, I thought we had Seth Putnam's wife, uh, mother on. <laughs> well, is my Hello. camera on? Yes. yes, we see you. Yes, but I don't think uh, I, I don't think your uh, mic is 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 what your sound is doing because we How hear. How dare like, you call her oh, out for no. this? She's an audio producer. This is her job. There's no oh, I know what's going on. Hold on. I should have done this before. No, it's connected to my regular microphone. This is all oh, okay. staged. We wanted to oh, recreate the audio. There, there we are. Issues from the from the uh, beginning of the show. To be fair, it's three a.m. where Noah is. Look, so. I was all set up and ready to go for the Lamb Goat podcast. <laughs> celebrating their four hundredth episodes. You guys are a little bit ahead of them, but they're not ready for me just yet. I, I want you to know that's the second Lamb Goat podcast reference today. I know you Lamb Goated Lamb Goat reference. <laughs> <laughs> it's also my 700th lamb goat reference on this podcast in total probably <laughs> you gotta catch up for all the shows you missed in between yeah lamb goat 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 <laughs> that's good we're gonna extract that to post on social media just you saying that <laughs> with no context <laughs> But other than visiting Lambgo, Noah, how have you been? Fine. I've just been thinking a lot about whether or not Sid's been ha- Sid had sex 700 times in his life. And I hope the answer is yes. 
It's close. So you've been listening this, to this whole episode? Uh, I started maybe, I think I was like five minutes late or something. Because yeah. I was on the, in the toilet. <laughs> Taking a hot steamy shower? <laughs> yes. On the toilet like Rob? Yeah, well, the, the funny thing is, is like, if you think about it, we might might have taken like a collective poop together. Oh, we were all like on the toilet right before the podcast, or at least me and Rob oh, have. I think I, no, I went, I went at like about uh, like 10.45, I would say. I was like maybe quarter after 11. <laughs> like just, we had staggered shits today. Sorry. No. Right. I, That's it was the a, episode title. Done. Lock it, was, it, it a, in. It was a nice thought. No, for sure. It was very sentimental. Oh, boy. Oh, there's that sound effect. <laughs> it's that sound effect, baby. It's coming from inside the house. So how have you been, uh, Noah? Give us the update. What's what's new in Noah land? Uh, well, I want you to know that I am the uh, ninth member of the Moon Sorrow podcast. It's not a podcast. It's a podcast. Oh, it's got like a slash to the O or something. Yeah, <laughs> like, no yeah exactly. Or an umlaut. <laughs> so unfortunately, like eight years too late, there is a podcast out that uh, I've must have spent like 700 hours trying to catch up with where they dissect every Moon Sorrow movement. Not even like every song, just like, the movement? artwork, everything. Does that have the bowel movements in there? Uh, possibly. I mean, I haven't gotten through that many hours just yet, but it could be. Okay. And uh, so I've, I mean, I've been trying to listen to that. That's like the new thing that I'm into right now. And it's guys from like all over the world. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, like one episode is where they unbox every single release <laughs> wow. yeah. from Moonsaro. And as you can see by this list. There's a lot. God damn. I was going to say, how many albums do they have? Jesus Christ. Well, they have all these LPs and every do, even different versions of, of LPs. <laughs> I want to know, Noah, I have to follow up here. How did you find this? <laughs> On uh, Instagram, they followed me and, you know, they're just, their uh, podcast title is like very uh, direct. It's just Moon Sorrow Podcast, as they say. <laughs> And so I was like, what is this? And then their Instagram page is just like graphics from their podcast. But one of the is that, slides is that Jason Schwartzman <laughs> on top there. That's oh, definitely he, Jason Schwartzman. That's is, now, is, that, is that guy like in Moon Sorrow or is he the third mic of this pot? Like, what, who is that? Which one is which? I can't tell which ones are the band. Oh, no. I think these, these are all, are all the hosts that are into Moon Sorrow. And they have to Photoshop me in there somewhere because I'm like in. Uh... Oh, so you, you've communicated with them now. No, joining, this is me making group. my pitch right now. Oh, OK. <laughs> I, do you, are you like their slow-mo? Like what is. Yeah. <laughs> I just call it stuttering. What is that? Now, look at this logo. Why is there like that S in Moon Sorrow looks suspiciously like an SS logo? Yeah, sorry, well, I don't think there's anything suspicious about it. No, no. it's just it's a thunderbolt. It's a thunderbolt. Where's Moon Sorrow from? Just put two of those together and you're going to see what I'm talking about. Well, the so the guy with the beard. Well, I guess they all have beards. <laughs> <laughs> that was so stupid. Oh, the guy that, with the beard. Yeah. The one in the middle, he's from New York. Me that. stupid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Darren. 
You said it. You said it. I don't I don't believe that. <laughs> but I wonder, do you remember that year, Rob, when um where were we? We were with Justina, who is a great photographer in the metal scene. We went with her somewhere and I got to interview the singer of Moon Sorrow for Metal where Injection. Because I have a feeling they must have seen that interview because I was such a nerd. I was like, oh, my God, it's so embarrassing. I can't even watch that. Mm-hmm. But that has to be why they followed Big me and they best. targeted me and it worked. Oh, oh, my God. Can we show like a second of this? Yes. Of this oh, God. <laughs> no. Good evening. This is Villa from Mulsaro. You're about to get your fix of metal injection. <laughs> The last time we played this, no one was so upset. I of Metal Injection, and sitting with so young. of Moon Sorrow. Yeah. No, how old are you there? I don't well, this know. Is 2000, this is 2009, so this is so, a whopping 12 years ago. So or 13 years ago. 38 minus 12 is what? 26. Yeah, You're that's how old baby. I am, I guess. A little bit to um, an area of music that I otherwise probably would have never known. So I'd like to personally thank you for creating... Oh, God. This is, like, making me cringe. Can we turn it <laughs> okay, off? Okay, we can stop. We can... <laughs> Why we did you stop. allow me to do that, Rob? Where's your editing? Allow you? Where are the, the director's editing. notes? No, you really evolved. Like, and I feel like you're a great uh, on-air person. Now. Like, not just because we're, we're, you know, like, on the show, but, I mean, like, when I hear you do other things, too. Thanks. You have just a great in-studio like presence. Like this was just your starting out of at point of that. So, but it just no. comes. It, it sounds a little bit like. <laughs> it sounds. A, <laughs> where, did, where did that come from? Oh, I, I just reached out to the Epic Heat podcast. No, you're in the crew. You're wow, in the crew great. now. Oh I just want to. <laughs> Rob, did you do that Photoshop like while we were? How else yes, did he do it? He didn't know. Yeah. Goddamn, <laughs> I mean, it's wow. really. I just found one photo of Noah. <laughs> Noah, you're seventh, al- Mike. Okay, not it's nice. almost an upskirt, Rob. Be careful. I like yeah. that I'm sitting on that guy's shoulder. <laughs> you look his bad conscience. It looks like he's about to like take a bite out of your titty. <laughs> he also looks like he's forty times the size of you. Well. <laughs> Uh, that photo was also taken by the great Justina. Yeah, that's funny that you mentioned. Dusty yeah. wrote in the comments, "This looks like the box art for a gangbang DVD." <laughs> I was about to say before Rob put that Photoshop up that when you were doing that interview, it sounded like the pre-fucking like interview part of a porno. Okay, the premise, you... though, of the DVD is that they're all six of these guys are virgins, so it's like Noah lays there and we wait to see which one of them can figure out how to do sex first. They all have to. They all have to. Uh, it's like a game show. They have to impress her with their moon sorrow knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> of like cassette singles from 1997, and then she opens her legs for the winner. That's the real unboxing. <laughs> yes, we're the all real, the real unboxing. Inside, we have to... We're competing to get inside Noah's labia. <laughs> Well, this is uh so so you asked me what's up. This is this has been what's up with me as of late. So for anyone who's a fan of Moon Sorrow, go on this uh, long ass journey with me. So so join Noah on the Epic podcast. Heat. Wait, go ahead, Rob. What did you say? I said join Noah on the Epic Heat podcast yeah. itself. I don't think that's what I think it's Epic Heathen. <laughs> Epic it's Heat. Just, 
I just like Epic Heat. Oh, you're right. I know. I prefer the Epic Heat. You put that in the perfect spot. And it's and now it says Oddcast, too, which yeah. is also perfect. This is the I oddest name of our OnlyFans. I just love that the pre-existing Noah meme is that she prefers lamb goat to metal injection, and now the new one is that she comes on this podcast to promote a different podcast. Snowberry salad. The celebration of your 700th episode. Here's another podcast. The live, the R.I.P. A live cast starts. Should listen to. R.I.P. A moon sorrow. Uh, Snowberry salad. Moon sorrow looks like they own a problematic record collection. (laughs) That has to be true. Well, what what did that what did his shirt say? I think I just noticed that right now. It said like profane Maybe. women or something. Maybe he's, he looks like a very feminist shirt. I, I I'm sorry. I I asked this question and then I think we got sidetracked. But I, I'm very curious. Are all of those guys on the podcast, or are three of them Moon Sorrow, or like no? Who's, all no, of those guys all are on the podcast. Hosts. There's six voices on a podcast, and they're all once? from different countries. So one is from France. One is from, I think, like Brooklyn. Another one is from Belgium. I mean, you could have told me they were all in Moon Sorrow. I would have had that yeah, indistinguishable. Like, <sighs> honestly. Look at how Noah is, is looking. Oh, oh my God. Stop. The look of love. <laughs> the look I'm so of love. right now. <laughs> the look of love. God. Just imagine uh, if, like, I had gone out on a date with him, how punishing I would have been. Oh, in a good way. He probably would have thrown himself down an escalator by the time. (laughs) (laughs) On purpose, unlike the former member of Anal Cunt. Could you imagine being forty-five and fucking playing around riding the rail of an escalator? Yes, wow. In the food court, that is so embarrassing. uh, Landing on his head made that way cooler than if he had just completed it safely. That's true. That's true. <laughs> what are you doing? 45 years old. I don't even want to take escalators at 45 years old. Was this before <laughs> or after Seth died? After, I believe. All right. Well, yeah. then he didn't have anything to live for at that point anyway. So, Did you guys talk about how uh, Seth called the, the live cast? Or like we were supposed to have an interview with him and he had just woken up from like one of his oh, binges? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, That's yes, we were going through some of our highlights. What, 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 if any, are your highlights, Noah? Uh, uh, from from the past, do you have any favorite interviews that we've done on the show? Uh, geez, I guess like anytime we've had someone there present with us was great. Like the time that we snuck. I mean, I guess I could say it right now because who cares? It's like ten years later. When Randy um, had a book release, and we did the interview at Sirius, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, that was um, really cool. Yeah, that that was really cool. Um, Trevor being on the show always made it really fun. R.I.P. Um, Legend. You know, I, I remember having a really good time, but I don't remember the sp- like what happened because we were so trashed. But when um, Suicide Silence came over and we did the podcast from Frank's house. Yep. And we mm-hmm. we played Death or No Death with them, yes, right? Correct. Yeah. That was one of the best, like the most lively episodes of that game, I would say. Yeah. They were so into it. Like they actually were trying to win the game. Like they were there was money. That was a great lives. game. And I remember when like someone on the internet tried to copy it. Yeah, I think that you know what? And in fairness, I would say it could be 
you know, a Dane Cook situation where they just had the same idea because mm-hmm. there are a lot of absurd death. But, you know, I always wondered that in the back of my mind. Right. Lawsuit pending. <sighs> Still? <laughs> the no. sincerest form of flattery. Rob's got to remember to email his lawyer. I did. I did. I did love when we when we would do the death or no deaths. Those were always highlights or sexual jeopardy. Very, very fun episodes. We've done some with Dave Hill. Well, Travis from Cattle Decap, I believe we did one. I'm sorry, Rob. I didn't mean to cut you off. But Dave Hill went on some other show and they Mm -hmm. did death or no death with him. And he didn't even say anything. And it was after he did it with us, I think. Can't, Is it can't. Dave Hill that stole the idea and gave it to this other dude? <gasps> this whole time. Uh, plot thickens. Rob, you have another oh text to send. <laughs> well, while I do that, I or do another Photoshop it is, to do. Since <laughs> it is our seventh hundredth episode, uh, I did want to get some shout outs from some familiar faces. And uh, you know, we always talk about the old New York and how much we miss the old New York. I wanted to uh so one thing I did is we got a bunch of cameos, like literal cameos from from uh, folks from Livecast Past. And I wanted to say, before I play the cameos, I wanted to make clear like what my pitch was to the person. Because I, I made them, you know, now c- these cameo folks, they're smart. If it's a personal one, it, it's a certain price. But then if it's for a, a you know, business entity, it is a much more significant markup of a price. So we couldn't, I, I wanted to avoid them having to charge the markup. So I made these personal cameos to us. So the first person. Cheap Jew Russia. <laughs> the first person. <laughs> is. Oh, uh, is uh, Roger Murray from Agnostic Front, who of course. Um, you might recall saying, you know, I miss the old New York. Uh, and unfortunately we don't have a uh, Vinny stigma. He is not on cameo. We he does, uh, Pidgeo. He sends you, a, <laughs> by, he sends you a message by carrier pigeon. <laughs> I thought it was just, he does cameos, but only to play for your pet pigeon. <laughs> you can only be a pigeon to request it. <laughs> so my request to Roger was, can you wish my friend Darren a happy birthday? He never got to go to CBGB, and we love to play your song, Old New York. So I would love if you could share any memories of the old New York. Favorite places to eat, hang out, pick up girls, etc. And here's Roger's response. Hey, Darren, happy birthday from myself, from Robin Sid. Uh, yeah! I wish you a happy birthday. You know, I know you guys play that old new york song well yeah i miss old new york you know those are some of the best memories of my life i miss cbgb's i missed you know i just missed that time that era you know it was just a magical time magical area great places to meet friends and be connected and if it wasn't for that i don't think i'll be here talking to you so hey happy birthday all right thank you my birthday is coming up yeah. The greatest birthday in the world. Surprisingly, he left out the part about the uh, I miss drug dealers and every people getting murdered in the street every single block. <laughs> I miss the old New York. So he was wearing a Gracie, uh, 
I guess, like Gracie Barrow's shirt, which means that he trains jujitsu. Is that or surprising he just has to you? The shirt. I mean, <laughs> is there a New York no, hardcore like guy guard. that doesn't do jujitsu? Also, no, I believe he lives in Arizona now. You you might uh, be able to train with him. I should look him up. Hey, oh man, just well, I'm no excited. He misses the old New York. He's on the other side of the fucking country now. Well, the, you know what this means, right? If he lives 20 more years, we're going to get an old Arizona song. <laughs> <laughs> I miss the old Tempe. <laughs> I miss the old Tucson. <laughs> the cactuses okay. don't stand up straight anymore. <laughs> and I can't get any water out of them. <laughs> it's very parched. It's like, There's no people around, and oh, that's the same, I guess. Okay. <laughs> retirement communities in Scottsdale or something. <laughs> there used to be this guy who was beating at checkers, but he went on Google, and now he beats me all the time oh, no. in my Arizona retirement community. <laughs> Dusty Rose Muffler says, get him on the Moon Sorrow podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah we're already not? making a call. We're already booking him. <laughs> uh, this is the old Moon Sorrow. They're old stuff. This is way <laughs> That's what some of the guys say. I don't know. Really? I kind of disagree. Is there dissent amongst the Moon Sorrow hosts? <laughs> I got to hear this now. I want to actually, actually made me want to hear this. Have you ever actually appeared like have you called in and well i think i'm like one year too late because it seems like they started this podcast uh a year ago and uh, i think they went through all the albums so that's it they're done unless unless moonstar comes out with a new album i don't think i'll be able to be a guest on their show so they're not making new episodes what you're saying no oh that sucks we could have trolled the shit out of them no not troll i i Oh, well. I'm not doing this to troll them. Like right. this is re- literally what I've been listening to. Or by no, we, bad. I meant me and Robin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, you hey, wouldn't. I don't want any part of that. <laughs> I don't want well, any part of that. Moving on to the cameos, one that means a lot to me. <laughs> uh, we got uh, the first lady of professional wrestling, Missy Hyatt, and uh, Missy, uh, big fan of hers growing up. And I wrote to Missy. Uh, who is Jewish, by the way. I've learned she's Jewish. Uh, I I write, can you wish me a happy Hanukkah? Do you have any Hanukkah memories? Big fan growing up. Wanted to know if you had any advice on how I could talk to my coworker, who I have an embarrassing crush on. We take the bus every day. (laughs) This is so creative. Hey, Robert, this is Missy Hyatt, the first lady Hold on, she's at a liquor store? <laughs> she's she's fucking cameo it's, it's from a liquor store? Listen, like, Sid. We don't know yeah. Can we just be a wine store, a supermarket? It's like a distributor. She's in Florida. In Florida, you could have liquor at the, the supermarket. Sid. She could be at a Safeway. Sorry. There were there were six places she could have been. This is probably the best, the least objectionable one. Are those Manischewitz behind her? Keeping <laughs> with the Hanukkah theme. She looked around wherever, like you know, Christian Goyesha neighborhood she was in, and said, "What's the most Jewy thing I can stand in front of?" And it was Manischewitz wine in aisle six. <laughs> oh my God, it's already gold. Hey, Robert, this is Missy Hyatt, the first lady of wrestling, who I like to be called the Walking Riot. Anyway, it says birthday up there, but then you say, can I wish you a happy Hanukkah? 
So, happy Hanukkah, which I'm pretty bad because I don't know when it starts this year. Oops. Anyway, <laughs> I'm sure I'll know when it gets closer because my friends will be letting me know. Where's my present? Where's my present? No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, <laughs> you need to get some advice on somebody that you that is a co-worker and that you ride the bus with every day. Well, this is the perfect way to do it. Find out what their hobby is and then you investigate the hobby and find out as much as you can about it and then you talk to her about it or him about it or whatever and then just tell them you know go oh i heard you know you said that you'd like to do this or whatever and well i heard you listen to a moon song and then talk to him yeah ross furiously googling moon song Rob, did she sniff out that you're gay? She like she kind of you didn't say I, any pronouns in the thing, right? She's afraid forward. of the woke mob coming after her. Well, I don't. I wasn't specific if the if my I said <laughs> right. to my coworker. My coworker. So I didn't say if it was a, a, a male or a female. She yeah, was conscious so. about it, right? That's nice. what, yeah. She, oh, either she was conscious or she detected that you were. She could yeah. tell by the way that. He, he typed yeah. up that email. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't mention anything There's about her tits rainbows. or anything. So, so I, she was like, "Oh, this guy must be gay." Yeah, because all the all the straight guys that get are way dirtier and worse. Yeah, they just wanted me to show feet. Because <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you, that's how my last boyfriend got me. He gave me his business card, and on the back he said, "If you ever want to talk about wrestling or Civil War, living history." let me know and that did it i called him right away because i was like oh my gosh he knows about civil war living history oh clear, my god finally someone i could talk to about appomattox <laughs> missy hyatt does like civil war larping she'll do oh no is she doing it where like the south wins is it like fanfic or is <laughs> no, it no i uh, got news for you the south went too crazy about the uh, jews yeah so. And he did. He knows all about the Civil War. He's a big history geek like me. So find out what her hobby is or what she's passionate about, and then just talk to her about it. You'll win her over. Promise you. Anyway, happy Hanukkah. Oh, my God. I got that was great. That was great. I got to say one thing. Wherever, whatever supermarket that is, I want to <laughs> stand in there because that lighting, she looks great compared yeah. to pic- recent pictures I've seen of her. She looks fantastic. In well, that maybe movie. she knows her angles. That's why she does it in the supermarket. But then. does she not know her angles any other time she's in front of a camera ever? Because she looks terrible. I, th- I was expecting like the Crypt Keeper and she looks she looks wonderful. I'm not. I mean, am I wrong? She looks. She That's looks a very ages statement, Darren. It's not ages. An older she, lady? No, she looked like that when she was thirty. She just did bad plastic surgery, I think. Well, we got uh, advice from the woman's perspective. I also wanted to get advice from the male's perspective. So uh, I, I'm. Uh, so we reached out to legendary porn star Peter North. <laughs> and and I write to Peter, hey Peter, love your films, especially the epic finales. <laughs> Crazy question. I have developed an embarrassing crush on my coworker. We ride the bus together often. What should I do? Also, if it's not too much. Any tips on shooting larger loads? <laughs> uh, 
Oh, you didn't use my uh, question about the uh, you tried to find his. Uh, I have a big fan of your films, not those. I couldn't find them. <laughs> I didn't want to do that because I didn't want anything where he would reject it because I know he's sensitive about it. Fair enough. Know, so. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here is Peter North's response. Hey, Robert, how you doing? This is Peter North. And by the way, I just want to say it is so weird to oh. see. Have them address me. I know. He needs he to go weird. stand in that supermarket, I think. <laughs> <laughs> the magic also, lighting supermarket. The shadow from his hat makes him look like he's one of the road warriors. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> he's right. got like road warrior makeup. hawk makeup on. Uh, like a masquerade mask. What a load. <laughs> All right. Let's wow. see what Peter has to say. Hey, Robert, how you doing? This is Peter North. And um, yeah, if uh, if you're riding the bus um, together and they're, they're probably bench seats, um, try to sit next to this person and uh, strike off conversation. I mean, even if it doesn't go anywhere, I mean, you're a co-worker. So, I mean, you got a co-worker. So just, uh, you know, we... Uh, we all strike out here or there. We don't get anywhere in, in some cases, but uh, right. you always got to be willing to go up the bat. Always got to be willing to go up the bat because you got to go yeah. with the odds. I mean, you know, you're not going to hit every pitch, uh, you know, basically using Woo. an analogy for baseball. So um, you're not going to hit every pitch. So, yeah, just just be yourself and just, you know, have to come up with any uh, amazing zinger lines, but just talk about, you know, maybe something at work or, Mozart. You know, um, <laughs> just, uh, you know, strike up conversation. Uh, it's it's that simple. It's like we're not even at the halfway you know, point yet. Be yourself and be nice. And uh, and don't worry about uh, if you're um, if you don't get anywhere, um, you know, hmm. just uh, be in the friend zone at least. Um, I've got Is a couple talking of about really hitting girls on a girl or about coming with. on her. <laughs> he didn't get to the coming part yet. I think yeah, this is about the bus situation. I gotta say, he looks pretty good for sixty-five. He has a good mm-hmm. surgeon, whoever it is, because he—I would not guess that this is a sixty-five-year-old man. Uh, I wouldn't what say would he looks get? sixty-five, but I would say those cheeks are like the like four fifths of his face. Yes, that's true. But I, yeah, he looks weird, but he doesn't look old weird. If that's that makes sense, doesn't look like a porn star. I'd give him like early fifties. Yeah. 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 Yeah, even forties, I would say. He just yeah. looks preserved, like a like a museum relic. Yeah. Because I've it's been like a out bust of girlfriends. You know, I've gone out with the girlfriends, so we we kind of stay in that place. But uh, and that's fine. But uh, yeah, as far as uh, um, he doesn't even want to say <laughs> um, natural talent. Big, the big question. Oh my um, god! Basically, make sure you're hydrated. Make sure <laughs> you're. Definitely make sure you're hydrated. Um, I take vitamin E capsules too. Take uh, one or two a day of four hundred. That's why his skin of, looks uh, that good. Vitamin E capsules. <laughs> um, I remember Doctor Drew even on the Love Line said something about what? doing that. Um, so that can help. And um, yeah, just build it up. Um, the longer you build, the more you build up. The longer you you take to to bust that nut, it, the more you're probably going to do. Um, I've done some of my biggest pop shots in, in still photography shoots. Basically, you know, shooting for a magazine um, and hardcore and stuff like that. And, didn't have uh, an answer. Because you're, you're going in different posi- uh, 
places that shoot different This is longer so than the Moon Sorrow podcast. You have to get, <laughs> get going so again. Going. You kind of masturbating all day and you don't get paid as much. So, um, not as crazy as on the still shoots, but, um, and they don't pay as much. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, it, uh, I hope that helps. Uh, oh, it helps. Good luck. All right. I'll go Take more care. in depth about God this bless. on my Patreon. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Wow. He he opened up like he like he blossomed as soon as he started talking about cum shovel. Yeah. When he was talking about having to have communication with a girl. Um so um because he know, doesn't like, do that. Uh, no. <laughs> with cum shots. He just comes on them. I thought at first he didn't want to talk. He seemed like he's like, Oh, the thing about the load. I thought he was gonna like even shy away from having to talk about porn at first, you know. <laughs> He can't help it though. Once he starts, he can't stop himself. You know, at the beginning of <laughs> I, I was like, oh, this is probably the worst one because he's like so awkward. But then yeah. it really turned a corner. He got into his all over my face. So he got into his comfort zone. I'm curious now about these vitamin E capsules. I wonder if that, if that I just I feel like this is sort of like asking Wade Boggs how to hit. Like I don't think it's any like <laughs> I think he's just the like a the greatest cum shot yeah. guy of all time by genetics, you know? <laughs> but certainly, but, but it's he, it's good to know. It's you're not to know but you're not gonna come like Peter North no matter you what know, you do. Oh, I don't think so. Well, I, I have I'm not expecting that. But uh, yes, go ahead. About something that he said, um, and since I I can't possibly know uh, if it's possible, but how long can you hold in a load, and does it start to hurt? Holding a load meaning like you've you've well, been aroused, like you've partially had sex, and you're holding it back, like or, or like question. waiting two weeks to to do any activity. I that one. Yeah. Oh well, I you know I went five weeks once. And famously. what happened? What happened is the nut went on top of my ceiling. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The longer I go, I, I agree with that. The longer. But how long can guys like hold it without coming eventually you're going to have a nocturnal emission i have but never. i think it's different depending Not on since the person well. i haven't since yeah. puberty i haven't had a nocturnal emission i well you haven't waited that long then yeah. i have at times i think my average nowadays is like a week probably okay but can you go like a month i could if i absolutely had to for some reason like if i, I would prefer not to i would say I, would, oh, no, I think she's saying can you go a month without having a nocturnal emission oh like i think any so kind yeah. of emission from your penis hmm. oh well you have to piss though okay piss but like you know ejaculation like a sexual yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, no I, I think so yes i'm i have inner zen with my I, like i think i can view sex as like um when when I feel like it, fun activity as opposed to like I need to do this right now. When I was like twenty, interesting. It's a, it doesn't start hurting. Mm, you know what does hurt if I start to have my, my ego penis stimulated and then and then it stops. Like I, the blue balls is a real thing. Oh, okay. for me, for me, I can't. But I've heard other like people accidental say, boners or like morning boner, morning. Wood? I do. I don't honestly. Once in a while, like yesterday, I had a really bad morning boner, uh, but that's not sexual. That's like your your penis filling up with piss. I think, where whereas normally it would fill up with blood when you're aroused, mm. right? Like you you sleep so long and you don't relieve yourself that it goes into the chamber to be fired out. The piss, right? That's what that's what a morning would is it? I don't. I think so. I don't. I haven't researched <laughs> morning woods. Like you, when you hold your piss for a long time, uh, when you're awake, the same thing happens. Like you get a boner, really? I believe. Yeah, piss boner. 
but you oh. just don't usually do that when you're awake. You just go, you know. Why did uh, it take 700 episodes for me to learn this? I wonder if Peter North can still fire <laughs> off a, um, a a nut like that, or if he's diminished in age uh, and it has ruined. Maybe they took his um, cum sacks out and put them in his cheeks. Oh no! So now it just shoots out of his nose. Yeah, or you think when he when he cries, like he has a like a long cum shot like oh, distance oh. from his tears. No, so I'm reading uh uh like a a science healthline.com. There's okay. nothing about urine. It's saying it's mm -hmm. all uh like you you're physically stimulated, like your body rubbed against the bed wow. oh, or a testosterone okay. uh, shift. I was purely uh, misinformed. I apologize, audience. Or your or your brain is relaxed. You know, the reason I say that is because I always... Here just... we go. It, it says... Uh, sorry. It says uh, needing to urinate is not responsible for morning wood. That, but, you know, the thing is, though, whenever I have that and then I go urinate, it goes away immediately. Mm -hmm. And if I don't... What could it be stays. that you're... Because you're focusing on peeing as opposed to your yeah, horny, horny thoughts. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, but I don't feel horny at the time I have a morning wood either. Hmm. Oh, your penis like mental, does. right? Right. Mentally, I don't though. Well, you're certainly not going to feel horny when you see this next cameo. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and I'm gonna. Are you sure? I'm, I'm going. I'm going to surprise you on who it is. Uh, <laughs> but I will read the message, and it says, uh, "My friend Darren's birthday is coming up, and I'd like for him to get a happy birthday from his favorite bassist, and uh, he also plays bass." Uh, he's been a bit shy about starting a TikTok account, so any encouragement would be helpful. Hey there, Darren. How are you, my friend? <laughs> hey, Robin Sid stopped by Cameo here to give you a shout out. Uh, first of all, happy birthday. I understand you got a birthday coming up, and uh, you're also a bass player, which is super rad, so that's cool. And uh, they were telling me that you were a little shy about getting a TikTok account. Rob, and could you pause to, uh, for a second? You should have mentioned that Darren was about to have his 18th birthday. <laughs> Dave might have been a little bit more excited at his delivery. Darren could, could be a girl's name. Huh? Maybe. Possible. He would have had his dick out on this camera. <laughs> Man, like, how much, like... Who's doing who the favor here? You know, like, right. like, geez, dude, come on, like, take a shower before doing this. Oh, <laughs> oh. I was like, wow, paying good money here, bro. <laughs> yeah. So that's cool. moisturizing. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, they were telling me that you were a little shy about getting a TikTok account and to uh, have me encourage you. Unfortunately, I'm probably not the best guy for that because I'm not a TikTok guy either. In fact, I find ah. the whole platform super annoying and avoid it at all costs. But <laughs> <laughs> so um, for some, it's wonderful. So uh, do what you do and uh, maybe just get one so your friends will leave you alone. <laughs> anyway, hope you're well, my friend. Look forward to seeing you soon on the road. And again, happy birthday, buddy. See you, Darren. Bye. Okay, I give him credit for leaning into the whole scandal thing slightly. That was not that was good. Okay, I um, wanted to read a couple of things before they fade into this yeah. scrolling uh, oh, sure. hell. Uh, while we were talking about the Moonsorrow podcast, uh, Snowberry Salad said, "Call in at three one seven Wide Sorrow." <laughs> 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 
<laughs> and also uh, Dusty Rose Muffler, while we were talking to Missy Hyatt, he said, did you ask her for Bill Apter's phone number, Rob? <laughs> <laughs> because that had, Bill, Apter? Bill Apter was a, a, a fa- like the number one famous wrestling uh, photo journalist. Like he was famous for doing, but he's like a little schlubby Jewish guy. So he's like a mini live cast meme. We've been mentioning him fairly often on here. And he's like, a, he has f- photos with the Iron Sheik and Andre the Giant. He's like that old. He's like an old schlubby New York Jew that took pictures of wrestlers in the 80s and 90s. Apparently, he also has a podcast. Oh, really? The After Chat podcast. Yeah, I heard they go through all the Moonsorrow uh, albums, too. It's like a competing podcast. With <laughs> the Moonsorrow podcast. It's, the crazy thing is, it's him and Moondog Rex. Yeah! Talking about Moonsorrow. So. They couldn't get Spot? What's he doing? He's got his own show. Doesn't want to pair up. How about Max Moon? Is he a third mic? <laughs> Luna Vachon? Oh, rest in peace. Spanish for Moon? Ember Moon? That's Ooh. enough. <laughs> so uh, this last one, I'm not going to say who it is, but I will say, I will say just this one part of the the request was it's my friend Sid's birthday. And I wanted to convince his partner, Darren to eat some more ass. Do you have <laughs> any advice? So with that said here, it was the best for last. My favorite cameo worth every penny. Oh my God. Rob just informed me that it's Sid's <laughs> birthday and Darren needs to know what he needs to be doing with his mouth. You know, <laughs> to be clear, this is Kaya. She looks for our great. audio listeners. She don't need to stand in a supermarket uh, wine aisle. She looks fantastic. Seriously. So for Sid for his birthday. So I'm here to let you know that first you got to put your neck into it, Darren. Don't stop. Just do it. Do it. Then you roll your tongue from the crack back to the front. Then you suck it all to Sid. Shakes and come, Darren. Make sure he keeps <laughs> busting nuts, Darren, all over your face and stuff. It's his birthday. Show him so much love. And that is coming from Miss Neck and Back. Don't stop. Just do it. Do it. Happy birthday, Sid. You already know me and Rob loves you so much. Aww. Now it's time for Darren to show you just how much he loves that <laughs> and that crack. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday, baby. Wishing you many more. That's what's up. Uh, Darren, don't stop. Just do it. Do it. Just like that. In that order. Happy birthday, baby. I don't. I, I feel so scolded. That is the queen of cameo. That was a fantastic Woo! cameo. That's how you do a cameo. This Amazing. is what I, she's very savvy, too, because she got to the. To the part with the pussy, and she was like, "Well, I don't know. The gender wasn't specified, yeah. so she left that out." That was Everybody has a crack, though. Yes, you could be a woman and be named Sid. You know, yeah, Sydney. That so. was amazing. <sighs> Fantastic stuff. We learned so much. And Everyone if you compile just got- that with the Peter North one. So Darren learns how to eat my ass, and then I learn how when I shake and come to make it go further. And Rob tells a story about it on the bus and gets to fuck Noah. <laughs> and then and we Mick, all you, drink some wine. What gotta, skill do I get? You get to learn about moon sorrow from Rob Wikipediaing them. <laughs> and, and and watch you. Dave Ellison wacky off in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> 
Robo is so good at Googling and internet stuff that he finds out stuff that these nerds on the Moonsorrow podcast don't even know. Rob he... can be the Moonsorrow podcast Googler. Rob <laughs> found Vile's live journal where he talks about his crush on a girl he takes the fucking uh, yeah. Viking ship with. A crush on Eva Braun. Oh, no. oh, Wrong country. <laughs> Close enough. Lainey Riefenstahl. <laughs> yeah, that was my first celebrity crush. <laughs> Amazing. Triumph of the Will was fascinating. I wanted to show the. This is what they look like nowadays. This oh, is Moonstar today. Is that the podcast or the. This guy. No, that this is, is not today. Even... No? That looks pretty old. That uh, looks like the same amount of hair as back go. in 2009. So I would venture Let's to say see. it's not. Oh, there you go. Yeah, a little chubbier. There you go. Okay. A little paunch. No. Oh. Looks like Jeff Bridges. Oh, look at his <laughs> little, little tattoo. tattoo. Of Al's. That's cute. <laughs> Wasn't this guy in System of a Down too? Seriously. No. I think that guy was in the band when I interviewed them. Mm. We miss the old Moon Sorrow. Very sad. No, have you gone to any shows while in um, in yeah. Arizona? Any good shows? I w I've been to more than I was going to in New York before I left because going to see shows here is like so easy and fun, and the venues are great. I think the last show that we went to see was uh, Gate Creeper. And um, there was a band that I really like. Their name is Wormhaven, and it's W-Y-R-M. And they're a local Tucson. And uh, Sex Prisoner. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. Sid, you know that band? Sure. <laughs> Big fan. I have their 7-inch. Seven 7-inches seven of what? Yeah, That's what it's called. Them. What else did we go see? We went to see Carcass. Uh, oh, nice. Crocus? With oh. Carcass. <laughs> um, there. Do you guys listen to Turnstile? Mm-hmm. Really like them. I kind of like regret not going to see them. Yeah. They were in Phoenix not too long ago. They're very fun live. Yeah, the children love them. I feel a little old going to see them because it's but a bunch not of a people in there. That's the weird thing. Been yeah, but I feel like their their audience is like teens and early twenties, and they know like every word to every song. It's very cute. Yeah, fandom. Is, yeah, it's cute. It's just cute. I mean, don't lots of people at every show you go to know the words to the headliner songs? No, really? Oh. Like I mean, yeah. they're like a hardcore band, right? Isn't that like the whole thing in yeah. a hardcore show? Everybody's like, up well, like along? they were a hardcore band. Now it's like kind of like pop y. Like it's more like pop ish. It's, it's easy like alternative listening. Alternative rock. Well, they're in a Taco than... Bell commercial, right? They are? Well, well they're in a, one of the songs. Riff. Yeah, one of the songs is like, oh. it, it was licensed for a Taco Bell. Now I don't like them anymore. Because they're fucking sellouts. How dare they? They're on Roadrunner. They're on a major label. You've been marketed to. Roadrunner's a major? Uh, it's just an imprint. It's a 
imprint of Warner Music. Uh. Do you have any mm-hmm. memories of working with Roadrunner like early on when we would go to like what was that? It was like the um uh when Roadrunner took like members of like Anthrax and like a bunch of other bands and put them together. Roadrunner United. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was at the Yes, we got so drunk. There was a four hour open bar <laughs> and all these uh rock stars roaming around it was very interesting and then they all went up on stage and uh, did a bunch of fun covers and we were very drunk and uh, i believe Noah, you took a bunch of photos and they were some of and uh, then we i was i remember i was a uh, intern at roadrunner at the time so i linked to the gallery from roadrunner's website and it crashed our website it was very yeah. exciting yeah that was like a big moment for us yeah, that was really fun. Um, but thinking into the future, something a lot of people have been using uh, lately has been this app, Chat GDP, GPT, rather, just Chat GPT, and uh, it's an AI bot where you basically put in a prompt, and it will just like you could you know put in anything, and it'll. Uh, It'll write it up for you. So, oh, it thinks wh- for you. What, yeah. So, whether it be like write a, a welcome letter for my resume, write a cover letter for my resume, or write out this code, or you could write out a song or write out a, a, some dialogue. So, I thought it'd be fun if we if we use it a little. Like, for example, uh, write out a witty conversation between Metallica frontman. James Hetfield and Megadeth frontman Damon Stain, where James finally apologizes for kicking Dave's dog oh, no. in the eighties. <laughs> and it just writes it up. Who's gonna be who? Well, we know who has to be Dave. I could do I could do James. Oh, it's gonna be is how long is it gonna be? Oh, okay, there we go. <laughs> All right, so let's see. Hey Dave! Long time no see. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> Listen. Just wanna say I'm sorry for kicking your dog back in the eighties. That was really immature and unnecessary. Thanks for finally apologizing, James. I appreciate it. No problem, man. Ooh. A lot about it and a lot lately, and I realized that what I did was really messed up. Hope you can forgive me. Of course, man. It's all water under the bridge now. Let's just move on and focus on the music. <laughs> Sounds so... good to me. <laughs> you better be honest and be friends again. Me too, James. Let's grab a beer and catch up. I don't drink. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, no. No. How can you say that, that Dave? This is all a plot. Now, he wants just to get James back in rehab. <laughs> get that tour postponed. Now, this... I got to say, this conversation is making me feel much more confident and safe that there will not be a robot apocalypse uh, and a revolution of machines against human beings. Because there's no fucking way 
that these two men would react in this way if this subject came up. <laughs> they would be putting on his karate gi to kick James in the nuts. <laughs> and James would be like, I'm never fucking drinking with you. What, Rob, let, let's move on from the dog thing. What if it's write a Megadeth song where Dave is begging for another big four tour? <laughs> they got to go right to metal injection articles. <laughs> Verse one. Oh my God. <laughs> this is great. Uh, so let's do it. Let's render it. Do you want to give it a shot, Darren? Yeah. Down on my knees, begging, please. I have another chance to be part of the big four. I know I messed up in the past, but I'm ready to make it right. Open the door. Let me back on. Give me another chance. I'll show you that I've changed. I'm not the same. I'll put on a killer show. We'll rock the night. Just give me another chance. Let me back in the big floor. <laughs> oh, this oh, never sing this next line. I gotta do that like bridge uh, thing. Oh, there's a bridge part. I'll save it for that. <laughs> I'm tired of playing small shows. I need the big stage. I'm. Oh, you know what I should do? I should play this thing. Hold on. Let me get this out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tired of playing small shows. I need the big stage. I'm ready to rise to the top. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I'll put on a performance that you'll never forget. Just give me another chance and I'll make it all worth it. Let me back in. Give me another chance. I'll show you that I've changed that I'm not the same. I'll put on a killer show. We'll rock the night. you another chance. Let me back in the big floor. And then, you know, this would be like the part where he does that weird British voice. I don't know if you know what I'm saying. I'm ready to face the critics. And like Dawn Patrol, you know that one? <laughs> My body and the haters. I'll prove that I still got it. And I'm not a faker. I'll bring my A-game and give it my owl. Just give me another chance and I'll make you proud. <laughs> this is the same as the other part. Yeah, all right. That was really good. good. Any other? Uh, and look, you could even have it try another. We could make it do another song. You know. Oh wow! Want. Let's see if it's any good. Try just yeah, we'll skip over it if it sucks. Another one? Yeah. Another yeah. version of the if song? You, if it's like roughly the same thing, I won't see. <laughs> this is where a slow this is jam. A voice to men song. Boys to men. <laughs> oh, give me a reason. <laughs> I'm down on bended knee. <laughs> Big four, big four, give me one more tour. <laughs> we'll Old make it bigger and better than <laughs> Big four, big four, we're begging you, please don't ignore. Doing a little big four swing. <laughs> it's really good. I have an idea for one. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, it's a letter written by Sean to us explaining why he bailed on sitting in on today's episode. Oh, he was supposed to be on the show today? Yes. No, was... I'm just completely making up a hypothetical scenario, Noah. Oh. I was going to say, Noah, this is our 700th show, and it's the 600th time Sean bailed on us. <laughs> <laughs> it's another milestone. Yes, two milestones. His contract only day. went up to 600. 
Uh, dear RIP Livecast, I'm sorry for bailing on the podcast last minute. Something came up and I had to deal with it. I know it was unprofessional and I apologize. <laughs> I appreciate the opportunity to sit in on the podcast. Uh, I'm sorry it didn't work out. I'm sorry. I'm a big fan of the show and sorry for it. Wait. Try again, but be more conversational. Can you do that? That's works. This. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Topic. And apologize, apologize to Ooh. Rob. Can, can you give it, wait, 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 wait! Don't hit enter yet. Can you give yeah. it notes on Sean's personality? Yeah, yeah. Be more conversational. Yeah. And keep in mind, like what? you're a ginger, and he's a dirt bag, like kind of. <laughs> Not. I don't mean a very dirt bag. horny. Physically, I mean, he's just like a, you know, vulgar guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't mean like he doesn't shower or something. I mean, he's like. Or you like piss showers. And vulgar. <laughs> mention. Mention, grind, mention Doritos <laughs> bags. Mention gr seven grindcore bands in one minute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see. <laughs> Hey, RIP Livecast. What's up? Sorry for bailing on the podcast last minute. Something came up and I had to take care of it. I know it's unprofessional and I apologize. Rob, I'm sorry for ditching you guys last minute. I know you put a lot of work into the podcast and I fucked up. Sorry, man. I'm a big fan of the show and sorry for any inconvenience I may have caused. I'm a huge Grindcore fan. Some of my favorite bands are New Pump Death, Big Destroyer, Carcass, Nasm, Brutal Truth, Agoraphobic, Nosebleed, and Phobia. Anyway, I'm sorry again and I hope you could forgive me. Later, now that Sean. Slightly more captured the essence of Sean because of the yes. bands, but those bands are too big for him. Yeah. Too. He likes Pig Destroyer, but I think I, the rest of them would be too big for him. More obscure bands. Okay, I'm going to write Try again, but make it sound like it was written in the 1800s what? and use more obscure grindcore bands. Sean holding a pitchfork, taking a break from bailing hay to write us a letter. <laughs> My, My dear, dear RIP Alive cast. Please forgive my abrupt departure from your esteemed podcast. I was called away on urgent business and was unable to continue our recording. I hope you will find it in your hearts to forgive my transgression. <laughs> ah, my apologies to you in particular. I know you put a great deal of effort in preparing for our recording, and I regret that I was unable to see it through completion. Please accept my sincerest apologies. I am a great admirer of the art of grindcore. <laughs> and some of my favorite bands in the genre include yeah. Adel Cunt, Last Days of Humanity, Worm Rot, oh. Extreme Noise Terror, <laughs> Piss Christ, <laughs> Insect Warfare, and real. Rotten Sound. Real. All these are real. Once again, my deepest apologies for any inconvenience I may have caused. Sincerely, Sean. All right. Now, since we're doing apology letters to Rob, can we get a Jose Mangan apology no. letter to Rob for firing you like a dog in the street? <laughs> can Come we? Get... No. All right. no. Are you do it? No, you I have don't to do, do it. That. You have no. to do it. No. I, got I already out. said it, so it's out there. So just What's do yours, it. Darren? I'm going to save it. you, Rob. I want to do the um, introductory five-minute uh, segment of a docu of a documentary about the Lebby-Kletsky murder. <laughs> Wait, five-minute segment? That's going to be a whole lot of fucking text. Wait, no, just write, like, you know, sample text. To a, to a documentary, to a true crime documentary on the murder we of... We need a podcast on that. 
Lebi Kletsky. Make sure you spell it right so it knows what it's Googling. Yeah, I'm going to. Look at Rob, how fast he is at doing all this. It's Kletsky with a Z, yeah. There you go. Not li- not Lisa with an I, because Lisa with an I goes <laughs> nuts. Oh, that's a musical. You, I don't think with a little bit of dark humor in it. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Well, my favorite dark humor bands. Well, Darren, you you read this one. Welcome to the tragic tale of Libby Kletsky. This is the true story of a young boy from Brooklyn who was brutally murdered in the summer of 2011. It's a sad and horrifying tale, but stick with us. And we'll take you on a journey through the events leading up to the murder and the investigation that followed. But beware, this is not for the faint of heart. The details of this case are gruesome and disturbing. So if you're easily upset, you might want to turn back now. For those of you who are still with us, grab some popcorn and get ready for a wild ride. I'm not sure a wild ride is appropriate for a boy (laughs) found in a dumpster. We'll take you through the streets of Brooklyn. Meet the key players in this tragic tale and try to make sense of a senseless act of violence. So sit back, relax, relax, and let <laughs> us tell you the story of Levy Kletsky. Let us chop little, you up. <laughs> let us <laughs> chop you up into a million pieces. The little boy who tragically lost his life far too soon. That's pretty good. It's a little, the tone is wrong, but yeah. they like the, the, like the content I feel would fit right in. They need to just tweak the tone. It seems like one of those things where I'm sure you've also done on book reports where you write the same thing over and over, mm-hmm. like in, in a different way, but you're saying the same exact thing without any additional details. Yeah. <laughs> Rob, <laughs> write an apology letter from Vince Neil to Andy McCoy for killing his drummer. Just say, oh, write a letter. Stick- Write write a letter uh, oh, saying he's it. proud that he killed Razzle. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you stumped it. Look, it's not giving anything. It's it's, it's too it's too personal to the chat bot. He's a really big <laughs> Hanoi Rocks fan. He's they got a they got ethic an ethic patch in the <laughs> ethics patch in the <laughs> chat bot. Should we do this? Wow. Or is Hanway Rocks too obscure and the chat bot doesn't even know what to say? Dusty Rhodes Muffler suggests that we do Mike Francesa related one. you're you're being too needy you can come back to this i was gonna say we should rejecting you what if we write a a short dialogue between mike francesa and his son uh where he scolds his son for watching too much wrestlemania (laughs) (laughs) but you would have to it would have to know mike francesa's personality i guess well i let's i give the chat bot the benefit of the doubt mike francesa has an internet presence that, that what information is, so is out there. What's the status on Mike Francesa? I don't follow sports news. He's, he's got still... like a podcast now, I think. He's not on the air anymore. It's all about Moon Sorrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's not on the air and he's not on like and his app is defunct and everything. So he's got he just does a podcast now. Okay. Occasionally. Like he puts out an episode when he feels like it or some sports thing happens. He comments on it. He goes on his podcast to comment. He leaves like uh, Frankie Palmieri, sporadic content. Okay. There we go. Hey, hey, son. Uh, what are you doing sitting on the couch all day watching wrestling? Son, 
I'm watching Callisto on WrestleMania, Dad. He's my favorite wrestler. You know, uh, right. Watching all that wrestling isn't gonna do it good. You know, you need to be doing something while we talk to you. Time you wait on hold for an hour and a half just to do that. <laughs> Dad, I really enjoy watching wrestling. It's fun and exciting. I understand that you enjoy it, but you need to find balance. Okay, it's more to life than just watching wrestling all day. Okay, how about going outside and playing a sport, or picking up a hobby? Oh. You know, you could say, like, here we go. Uh, you know, try the, again, the try again but add, okay, add okay. random. <laughs> add a random, okay, every few sentences Mike <laughs> talks. This is also the same conversation Rob and his dad had when Rob was 15. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't be designing websites for Rob Van Dam all day, okay? Go outside. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you just okay. start from this. You just start from this. You know, watching all that wrestling isn't gonna do you any good, okay? Oh, I did. That's not okay. <laughs> you need to be doing something more productive with your time, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but that I really enjoy watching wrestling. It's fun and exciting. I understand that you enjoy it, okay? But uh, you need to find a balance. It's more alive than just watching wrestling all day. I'm going outside and playing a sport or picking up a hobby. Okay. Okay, Dad. I'll try finding something else to do. <laughs> Just remember to use your time wisely and not get too caught up in one thing. There's a big world out there with lots of different things to explore and learn about. Okay. Way too nice. Way yeah. Too yeah. He's he doesn't love his son that much. I guarantee you that. All right. I got one. All right. A Yelp review written by a southern Brooklyn metalhead loser about Aww. kosher pizza restaurant Jerusalem 2. Kosher pizza restaurant. You want to make specify a negative or a positive Yelp review? I'll, 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 let the, I'll let the AI make draw their own conclusions. So we may get a the first AI judgment of J2 pizza <laughs> yeah. in history. It's like an awakening moment. It's like Skynet being born. Is AI anti-Semitic? We're about to find out. <laughs> Not real pizza. Jews can't make real pizza. Darren, right, go on. Darren, I think you know how to read this. I recently visited Jerusalem 2 Pizza and was blown away by the quality of their kosher pizza. As a self-proclaimed Southern <laughs> Brooklyn metalhead loser, I have high standards for my pizza. And this place did not disappoint. The crust was perfectly crispy. The toppings were fresh and flavorful. I especially loved their unique blend of spices, which added an extra kick to the overall taste. <laughs> but what really impressed me was the friendly and accommodating service. The staff went out of their way to make sure I had everything I needed and were happy to answer any questions I had about the menu. Overall, I highly recommend Jerusalem 2 Pizza <laughs> to anyone looking for delicious kosher pizza in the area. This place is a hidden gem, and I will definitely be back for more. 
backslash m forward slash backslash m forward slash. <laughs> I can't believe it added that. <laughs> All that's missing is him mentioning the Wi-Fi at the place. Otherwise, it yeah. was spot on it. I'd have believed yes. it was written by him. This uh, captured the tone of what we were trying to get more than any of the others by far. <laughs> so it tells you maybe our friend who writes those Yelp reviews is close to an AI, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Similarly devoid of uh, human touches. The I stands for ignorance. Or it could be in the RIP uh, thing today. <laughs> R-A-I-P, the live cast. Rape. Oh, and no. Rape. <laughs> oh, no. What have There's I done? a really funny comment from Dusty Rhodes Muffler about Turnstile. Where is it? What does it say? He goes, oh. Turnstile, didn't that guy from Anal Cunt fall over one? <laughs> <laughs> the other guy the other guy from anal cunt that's not seth putnam died in a horrific turnstile accident i see one here uh, mark b talking to harold radish oh, who is harold that. radish i didn't that catch up on one that. one of the guys in the uh nursing uh veterans hospital that he works at oh yeah 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 that's right i guess right, right? yeah he's like a war hero or some 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 All right. Well, I think that's enough for the AI bot for today. That was fair. That could just be our show from now on. It's just 90 minutes of AI bot conversations that we input. That was delightful. We had some cameos. We had some AI fun. Talked about Peter North's balls being transported into his cheeks. Very nice. You see Hyatt looking great standing in one exact spot. (laughs) Supermarket. You know, I wanted to say, by the way, our supermarkets here sell booze. I mean, they like they they all have Chateau Diana. You guys know Chateau Diana, right? No. Wow. Oh my God. It's like the uh the cheap, the New York City branded cheap wine uh that's in every supermarket. Okay. Yeah, the, you can sell beer, but in, in other states they sell hard liquor in supermarkets. Like you, oh. you could get all your vodka and whiskey needs. Mm-hmm. With your, you know, cream cheese or whatever. Your and milk. honestly, I only called her out for being at a liquor store because that's a funnier scenario than her being at a supermarket. That's all. I just like the supermarket lighting helping out her, her cameos. Like she runs, she probably does the runs. The, oh, I got another cameo. Bleep bleep. She goes down to the, goes down to the. She supermarket. takes her golf cart down. Yeah, I mean, Floridians. I guess like she did that in front of people. There must have been other patrons mm-hmm. to that store. Unless, wait a minute. Does she work at the supermarket? Oh. And this was like after hours after they closed yeah. and she's just like sweeping up and she decided to knock out a few cameos. Are you doing cameos again? Get back to the deli slicer. What are you doing? <laughs> Missy, we're not paying you to record yourself. Get back. <laughs> well, possible. then. It is possible. Uh, Dusty Rose Muffler writes, my favorite live cast memory was the Rebecca Moore cameo for oh. 3D. The one good and appealing thing she ever did in her career. Do you have that on hand, plastic. Rob? We could play that one more time. No. Sure. Well, let me get Aaron it. doesn't want to see that. Uh, no, I don't it mind. Is, this is this one. I don't mind because it's actually funny, unlike her like real content. Or that wait, Rob, funny. do we have the? Do you have the video of you lip syncing the Rebecca Moore cameo? Yes, that might be more palatable. Let's do that. Let's By see. the way, Missy Hyatt uh, slicing deli meat isn't that like the plot of the wrestler? Are they rebooting? <laughs> <it>? <laughs> Oh my god, yeah. When Todd Barry is her boss yelling at yeah. her to get back to work. He's gonna be in the reboot. He's just I don't even need to 
Whew. I can't seem to find the the version with me in it, so we're Aww. gonna have to do the. I'm sorry, oh, we're just I'll gonna just, have to do. I'll just close my browser and just listen. <laughs> I'll look at that face. <laughs> just have your eyes closed. Oh. Yeah. Oof. She should stand in that supermarket aisle. <laughs> turn it up. No, I can't seem to turn it. Up. Yeah, Darren hacked the system. I like my cock. I don't. Spunk those fucking balls. Darinsky. I guess maybe in British English, maybe that's how you would say that. It's the Queen's English. Darren, aka 3D. I love that you said Bless. Wait, what's Bless. that? That's Noah. Let's hear that. Oh, that was our a, Noah cameo. I need a lovely voice to, to be a palate cleanser for the. No, that was that. just our, our Patreon uh, intro. I, I'm uh, sorry. Just play it. I need something. No. <laughs> I need to hear Noah's beautiful, uh, beautiful voice after that. Here, I'll, uh, I'll do a say new something one. Sexily. Hey, RIP Alive Casters. Tune in uh, to the YouTube channel of the Moon Sorrow Podcast, where six <laughs> Moon Sorrow fans talk ad nauseum about every single detail of every single Moon Sorrow album and interview found in the history of Moon Sorrow. Thank that you. That was great. I want to listen to this podcast now, unlike before. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, before we uh, shout out our top live cast fans, I'm going to give a special shout out to LaCroix, longtime live cast fan. LaCroix is dealing with uh, some of the big C. We're not we're not fans of that. And uh, we hope we hope him uh, a speedy recovery. Yeah. Sid, do you have any words to say? Honestly, uh, just like, look at me. I am the most low achieving person anyone's ever met. And I beat cancer numerous times. So if I can do it, you 1000% can do it and you will do it. And we'll keep there giving you, you these shout outs. Oh, that's sweet. You kick cancer's ass. And uh, of course, check out our Spotify playlist. Search RIP Livecast Music Break on Spotify or go to RIPLivecast.com. You could see the link right there on that page. Oh, wait, Rob, didn't we have an email from Israeli guy? Oh, we did. That's true. That Lest is we indeed forget. true. Lest we forget. Uh,. Oh, actually, uh, we got two emails. Uh, we got one from Eric. Oh. Uh, he goes, hey, guys, just want to check in and congratulate you on reaching another milestone. Crazy to think it's been three years since I was on the show and 14 years since the start of the show. Jeez. As long as the show keeps running, I'll keep listening. Even, even if I prefer the old life cast. <laughs> I miss the old life cast. <laughs> Aww. Thanks, Eric. Well, thank you for all of your support over the years, Eric. Uh, and, Is that uh, Baba also... Ganoush? Uh, and then Israeli guy sent an audio note. Let me know Ooh. if you can hear this. Hi, everyone. This is Israeli guy. Uh, first of all, congratulations on your 700th episode. Uh, this is very exciting, and thank you for all the hard work you're doing. I don't know if you follow the Soccer World Cup. 
but there's something funny going on there. Um, the favorite team to win is uh, France. Their leading player is called Mbappé. And, uh, well, you know what Mbappé <laughs> means from Metzitsa Mbappé. So I wish you a lot of Mbappé. <laughs> oh, wow. Two things. Let's refresh <laughs> our, our users' Hold memories. On. Three things. The first thing is there is something is funny going. There is something funny going on at the World Cup. They're playing soccer. Yeah, that's the first. Oh. And a journalist was assassinated. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, a journalist covering soccer. Yeah. That's funny. No. <laughs> uh, so, uh, what is? Can you pronounce it correctly, Noah? Because I know I'm going to say it wrong. The thing we're going to explain here. Oh well, the the one that we were talking about on the show. Mezuzah Bape. Yeah. No, something it's, like. Um, <laughs> Mutsets bape, which uh, I think is like sucking with the mouth. Right. It it means uh, when the rabbi is doing a bris, <laughs> like normally they cut the foreskin off in oh, modern circumcision. Times. Yes. Yeah. But the cultish versions of like, so like if you have regular Jews, well, you're regular Christians, and then you have like, you know, like the Amish cult, people. Like, yeah. Um, no, Amish people are peaceful though. I would say more <laughs> like the. But people who think that Jesus like, is going like, to come in historic and, times. Yeah, rapturists and everything. So that that version of Jews, uh, they still do this ancient barbaric thing where the Jewish uh, rabbi takes the takes the circumcision, does it with his teeth, and it draws blood from the baby. So that's what that ritual is called. So apparently, this soccer player has a name that sort of sounds like that. Mbappe. It, yeah, <laughs> Here it is. It, it sounds like you're saying "mmm" uh, in the mouth. Mm -hmm. Mama, mama, baby, baby, it even baby, looks like he's doing that in the picture. Like he's like, mm, oh, he's his lips a little bit. Mm. Is that mm. in the corner of mom. his mouth? Is that a little piece of foreskin? Looks <laughs> oh. like a cold. Zoom, Rob, enhance. Zoom, zoom, <laughs> cameraman, please zoom it. Yeah, that's definitely a piece of foreskin right there. Please zoom it. Zoom it. This is Mister. Team He's from the Minnesota. He's from the Minnesota in France. <laughs> and I want to mention, if you're listening and you have some livecast memories, if you're feeling nostalgic, you can, of course, email us, ripalivecast at gmail.com. And uh, I mentioned our Spotify playlist. Uh, we each pick a song. Uh, this week, I'm picking a, a Christmas song that I like. Can you believe it, folks? Uh, I picked a song. I actually heard this on. I've been listening to the 50s channel on Sirius XM. Oh. 50s Gold, I believe it's called. Channel 72. And it's, it's pretty great. Like, it's all bangers. And it's a lot of like, oh, this is where, you know, R&B started. This is like the, the, the formation of rock. a lot of Chuck Berry. Burn a lot style. of. A lot of turd style. Is there a lot of, uh, a lot of anal content? No, is there, a lot of, <laughs> is there a lot of rock? Like, or is it like a yeah. lot of crooning stuff? Yeah. Like... Crooning as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. All that cool. stuff. Uh, anyway, so this is a, this was a version of Sleigh Bell Rock from Three Aces and a Joker. And what really caught my ear is the infectious bass line on the song. It's pretty pumping. It's I listen pumping, to pumping. it. When you were, you know, we have our group chat where we put our, our playlist <laughs> links in, and I listened, I clicked it and listened, and it sounded like Dick Dale, kind of, you know. Like, yeah, oh, it, wow. it was very, very so, cool. It, it's a it's a very punk rocky uh, version of the 
of the song, and I was very impressed with it. Nice. Uh, Sid, what did you pick? Uh, Doug E. Fresh is a very underrated rapper from the 80s, 90s. I guess, I'm assuming he's still putting stuff out today. But uh, my favorite Doug E. Fresh song came out in 1993. And at the time, it felt like, all right, in my mind, this is still like the new Doug E. Fresh song, even though it's been 30 fucking years. But uh, it's I, and it's anthemic and fantastic. And it's sort of like his like foray into like rougher style rap because he was more of like the 80s style sort of rhymey and fun and talking about various scenarios and then this was his like sort of reaction to criticism of but also sort of showing he can do gangsta style rap while rapping about how he's better than gangsta rap uh-huh. and it's uh-huh. still my favorite song of his and the chorus is really good that's so. kind of what run dmc did in the early 90s mm-hmm. like they did Down a whole album gang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Down with the King, that was like sort of more modern, but not quite all the way there. Yeah. And then in the lyrics, they're like, we're still better than all these rappers who yeah. are doing this same thing that we're copying now. This is sort of like a genre to itself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but right. Dougie Fresh was like at least fairly recently. Well, it's probably a few years now, but he wasn't he in that Dave Chappelle concert movie where they had a block party. Oh, a block party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I th- yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. I think that he was in that. I might be mistaken. I think he was. It sounds like the type of guy that would have been on that. Yeah. He's great. What was your pick, Darren? Well, I played Peace Train by Cat Stevens because I was watching a podcast that I, I watch frequently. And this guy, while he's setting up the camera, always just hums a song and sings like pieces of it because <coughs> he's like technically inept. So he just <laughs> does it on air. It became a thing. <laughs> well, he did it a few times. And then people were like, no, you have to sing a song now. So he sings a song literally every episode while he's fixing up his camera. And he sang oh. Peace Train, and I love that song. And it's a very uplifting. It's just like no negativity. It's just like everyone should have peace, and let's have peace and organize to have peace. And it's very simplistic and heartwarming. So it, made me, it put me in instantly in a good mood, and I've been thinking about the song all day so for like 24 hours. So I said, let's put it on the show. Nice. And I love Cat Stevens. That guy's a really good, like, easy listening, you know, old school music. No, what was your pick? My pick, um, I recently went down a Tony, Tony, Tony wormhole. (laughs) And he has a song that he does with DJ Quick. I don't really know who that is, but I know who Tony Tony is from when I was a kid. And I used to, this is like for the, the old people in the room who remember having an antenna on the TV. And I remember if I turned the antenna a certain way, we would get a music channel. And I remember seeing a video by Tony, Tony, Tony. So anyway, so realizing as an adult that there's, he has a great guitarist in his band. It's like a, like a band, even though it's a, like a, like R and B singer or whatever. And the song that I picked is called let's get down and uh, a great party song for 700. And also, they sample one of Sid's favorite bands, Nirvana, wow. in the chorus. Oh, wow. All right. What song did they sample? Um, what is that song? Uh, where he oh, goes... Uh, wait, I can't even remember the yeah! lyrics. No. No? Which one is that? Can I get... 
I'm trying to think. Uh, if I can hello, hello. Isn't that small? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, 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 that one. Wow, good for you to get that from what she sang. That was really <laughs> not a good singer. I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean you're a bad singer. I just meant that it was like not a lot to go on. Not that you did a bad job. And by the way, the main guy in Tony, Tony, Tony was Raphael Sadiq, who was like a huge R&B, like neo soul guy now. Oh, and yeah. has been right. for like the he, last few decades. Right. He's he's like in, in the background, like writes a lot of music and stuff like that. The new Jermaine Dupree. He's probably older than Jermaine Dupree. Yeah, oh, really? Raphael Sadiq, 56. Jermaine Dupree is 50. There we go. All right. Well, let's. Uh, what does RIP say for this week? Say? Uh, in honor of 700 episodes, it stands for Robust Internet Podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. Also, I wanted to say uh, that um, uh, a couple of years ago when I was in the Fantasy League with Sid, my team was named Otani Tony Tony. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Oh. That's good stuff. I that was so much this- fun. That was my favorite part of that league was making oh. up names or changing my team name every week. You held yourself to such a high standard. It was exhausting just keeping up. And it was always great. It was banger after banger every oh, week. Thanks. but. I you were hoping took, other teams in the league would do the same thing, and it ended up just being you, but I was so in admiration well, of it. Most of them did one, and that yeah. was, they were all mostly good. Yeah, uh, But I don't really expect them to do it like I did. I was just trying to encourage maybe a few changes every week, every uh, other few weeks. Yeah. You know. uh, so before we get out of here, I want to give a special shout-out to our top livecast fans of the week. How do you become a top live fan of the week? It's 10 bucks a month, patreon.com slash RIP livecast. Five bucks a month gets you access to all of our bonus episodes. We do uh, two bonus episodes a month, and you get access to the entire backlog of bonus episodes uh, with lots of watch alongs and li- livecast hall of fame inductions. And uh, what was our what were our latest episodes? We did a watch along or love we, guru. we do of the love guru ugh, of the love ugh, guru. Love guru. Anyway, it was brutal. You could enjoy it. And uh, we also did a roundtable discussion recently of the movie Weird, the Weird Al story. In the past, we've done roundtable watch-alongs of the Terrible Danzig movie. The first Terrible Danzig movie. We have yet to see the second yeah, one. It is yet to be released. Death Riders. Come on. Terrible Kiss movie. Lots of terrible movies that we make better with our charming commentary. I want to give a shout out to our top livecast fans. I want to give a shout out to all of our fans that stuck with us. Love you. And we kiss you. And uh, how are we doing these uh, seven? Uh, how are we doing this channel? Um, you're Peter North explaining how all of these people can shoot further. Wait, can I, I, I got a moon podcast? Can I make a suggestion? Yes. Go can we it. put the list into the AI chat bot and let the chat? Oh, <laughs> We we but like, how uh, thank uh, these people for something? I don't know what. What can we thank them for? Or maybe like you read the names as a host of the Moon Sorrow podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's see what it gives you if you do that. <laughs> read it. Read them as the host of a very niche, dry, dull uh, podcast about music. By. Uh, uh, people Make sure you never remove had any sex. notes that are in the parentheses, by the way, Rob, so as to not confuse the bot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, here we go. Let's see. 
Uh, it's just writing out the list. Spot's oh, getting lazy. Yeah. Sorry. All right. Well, I do want to thank Eric. I'm just going to do it. Thank you, Eric, Benjamin, Dan R, Sam I am, Mindy Mayer Skippa, Jander, Rabba Ganoush, aka Justin, Cattle Decaf, Rabba Vampiro, Hugo Likes Tacos, Lando Danks, LaCroix, Corey and Scotty H, Doug Pigman, Douglas, who are you, Levison? And hey, guys, it's Josh. And thank you guys. And thank everyone for listening. And uh, we'll be back next week. 701. I want to just quickly say that, uh, seriously, we thank the list every week, but we really are grateful to have a long time. People mm-hmm. have followed for us for over a decade. It's really heartwarming. Yeah. And I know Noah feels the same way. We just thank you yeah. so immensely. And I also want to say, uh, LaCroix, get well soon again, even though we said it already, that really hit me hard. So I hope you, I hope you make a full recovery. God bless your mother, God bless your father, and God bless you.